o'clock hour. Of Wilde and Tausch. You getting itchy? You getting a little itchy there, I am. Dog? I am. But hey, I, I have... got a question for oh, you. Oh, I had a segue. I had this great segue. All right, go, but go right ahead. No, no, no. What's your segue? Well, we spent a lot of time talking about the Badgers and the Badger game last night that was on Peacock, which I saw. And uh, A.J. Dillon was there. He played about as much as Connor Asijan. Um He was in the stands <laughs> at the game, and I was being asked yesterday on one of our other programs, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy specifically, about Aaron Jones and about A.J. Dillon. Okay. and so... Quick question for you. Sure. Uh, Aaron Jones is going to be back with the Green Bay Packers. There's not a doubt in my mind about that. Goody used the word absolutely. Yeah, it's happening, and for a lot of reasons. So I'm I'm just ready. I was just ready to tweet something out on our Wilby Tausch uh, Twitter deal. And my question, I want to make sure I get this, because Aaron Jones is a no-brainer. I don't even put him on the list, because I don't want things to be Canyon-esque. But... Of all the players that are eligible that will be, you know, free agents, what do we have? Savage, uh, A.J. Dillon, Runyon. Keyshawn Nixon. Keyshawn Nixon. Would those be the guys that you would say? So I'm going to say you only get one. You have to prioritize as a Packer fan. I mean, Aaron Jones is not a free agent, by the way. Aaron Jones is going to be back. He's going to get right, a redone but he's not, deal. And he's I'm, not a free agent. so it, the, That's why I said we're not putting him on the list. Well, okay. Well, that seems like a good reason if we're only doing free agents. Okay. Is there anyone else that needs to be on this list that you only get one? So, Keyshawn Nixon is who I'm going to pick. So, I want him uh, back. So uh, one of the things that we talked about, uh, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy and I, was that there's no one on this list that you say, I absolutely, positively have to re-sign him. The Packers' unrestricted free agents are Yash Nyman, Keyshawn Nixon, Darnell Savage, Rudy Ford, who might be my pick, A.J. Dillon, Eric Wilson, Josiah DeGuara, Tyler Davis, Jonathan Owens, John Runyon. That's the list. Okay. So... Look, I want I would love for John Runyon to be back, frankly, because he's probably the most quotable offensive lineman they have. And my job is better when he's on the roster. He ain't coming back. Making him split time for the second half of the season with Sean Ryan, the handwriting is most certainly on the wall, like Bloodbath was during those rivalry weeks. So he's donezo. He's gonna sign somewhere else. I think he'll probably have a pretty good career as a guard for somebody else, but they clearly have decided that they will give Sean Ryan that opportunity. So, where does that leave us? And, by the way, that's going to be one of the, what did I, I wrote it down, seven of 167, right? That's what the Packers have. Top seven picks in the next 167 no, draft. Okay, what? Oh, compensatory. Got, got Those do matter. Like, they change the uh, numbers yes, significantly. Do. There's a bunch of them. So they got five in the yeah. first 91, I believe, is the way five I Five in it. the first 91. You can take it to the bank that one of those picks is going to be an offensive lineman. And that's going to be someone that's going to be looking 
uh, either, you know, if Rasheed Walker's not the guy, which I think we all hope he's going to be, or Sean Ryan is, what is he going into his fourth year or third year? Sean Ryan is going into year three. Year three. You can never have enough of those guys. There will be an old lineman picked in those five picks. I agree. I agree with you on that. Very confident. So, Runyon. Unless Runyon doesn't get that big deal, I still think Green Bay probably moves on. So if that's the if that's the list, there is uh, Keyshawn Nixon for me is the answer too. If it's not based on who I need for quotes, and so I think there'll be a lot of Savage folks in here though. So the question that I have with Savage, and again, free agency opens the negotiating window opens on March 11th. So we're still a ways away from that start. Everything starts on Monday. Everything starts Monday. But the NFL scouting combine, which, again, and maybe we'll talk about this on Monday, I still don't, and I'm eager to see how many other coaches do this, but Matt LaFleur and the coaching staff are not going. And this would mark the second straight year where there was no COVID aspect to them not going. Um. I know that Kyle Shanahan doesn't go. I know that Sean McVay doesn't go. And apparently they don't feel the need to go anymore. Uh, I'm curious to see if that has expanded and if there are a lot more coaches that don't go. Because the optics of it, again, I I, I am always going to be supportive of you getting to spend more time with your family. That's great. And if he's able to do that because they're not going to the Combine, awesome. But the optics of it make me feel like it's hard not to look at it and go, I, I assume he doesn't go because they don't really care about his opinion in the draft process. I, that may be unfair, but that's how it feels. So, again, he is not going to be going, nor is his staff. And hopefully we get to talk to his staff before the combine commences, which has not happened yet either. But to your point, Yes, that's where all the conversations happen, right? That's where Russ Ball is going to be working all the agents. The agents are going to be talking to him. The Savage question is a great one because now that they have a new defensive coordinator and a new scheme, would he have a new role in it, and do they have more interest in bringing him back? Because he was miserable. Miserable is probably strong, but he definitely wasn't happy in Joe Barry's scheme. He felt miscast. Told me that on his way out the door after locker room cleanout. So... Do you want him back? Yeah. At the at the right price, I think he if you look at what he was able to do at the end of the season. I know he had the drop pick. Uh-huh. Didn't he also have a pick 6? He did against before? the Cowboys, yeah. So what I want my players, I want my players to you know understand what you're doing and when he was drafted in the first round Everybody's excitement was high because he runs like the wind. Speed, right? That was the whole thing, his speed. And then trying to figure out where he was. His tackling has been suspect at best. But you could say that about a a couple other guys. And one of the things in doing a little research on Halfley and what is going to be expected from these guys, if you're going to start playing more man-to-man and you're going to be more aggressive – that puts a lot more pressure on you to have guys that can tackle. You play man-to-man, and you got your safeties roaming around and being up on the line more, and you know this whole 
Well, Joe Barry doesn't give up big plays, but he gives up eight yards on third and seven. That stuff, okay, I get it. But you have guys that can't tackle or miss a bunch of tackles. That's how you get housed. Mm-hmm. And that's where you end up with big plays. So you better have willing tacklers. And plus, in the run game, there's going to be more opportunities for you to target guys with those toss cracks and some of the other stuff when they're not playing off eight, ten yards. So mm-hmm. all of those things lead me to think that when Goody's evaluating and understanding what they're looking for, they're not going to skew far from their r- relative athletic score. That is a thing that they do big time, and it is they working. Mm-hmm. Because as we know, Goody should have been executive of the year, and he had one of the best draft classes we've ever seen for what, his first year. It's, it, it was a fantastic draft class. Even Wilde, the anti-Goodite, would say that that's accurate. Fair? I would say, <laughs> would say it was an outstanding draft class, yes. So Okay. Far. So when you factor all that in, is Darnell Savage going to be a much better tackler in a new system? I'd be skeptical. But I still think if it's at the right price point, I don't want to have to revamp an entire position. I don't think they want to go in, for as much as we love Simone Biles and everything else, I don't think they want Jonathan Owens as their starting safety next year. If he is a backup with a special teams part, yeah, I think that's doable. Probably the same thing with your – I think Rudy Ford's gone. I agree. I think your days of Rudy Ford and it are probably done. So that's going to be one new new guy, and I think they'll try and bring, whether it's uh, the young fella, number 36, uh, Johnson, Anthony right? Johnson. Anthony Johnson. Johnson Jr. from Iowa State. It, they're going to bring in someone new, whether it's a free agent – if they go that route, which I don't think they're going to be a big spender in that, that's the spot. And I'd like to see Savage back at a really nice price point for the Packers. If you have to start getting into paying him as a top-end safety, I don't want any part of that. Hmm. Okay. Well, if somebody decides to pay him and they take him to the bank and it's not the Packers, it's not going to be Associated Bank. Maybe. Darnell Savage enjoyed being here, and he would come back. And maybe he won't find what he's got in his mind on what kind of salary he could get elsewhere. Maybe he ends up back in Green Bay, and then he will be getting his checks or his direct deposits from Associated Bank because they are the official bank of the Packers, and you can have Packers checking from Associated Bank as a Packers fan. Just go to AssociatedBank.com slash Packers to find out more. There you'll find out that you get 10% off at the Packers Pro Shop, both in-store and online. You get your nifty Packers Debit MasterCard, and you get the best customer service in the industry. So go to AssociatedBank.com slash Packers to find out more. We'll continue this conversation next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Call Gina Della from Pella at 855-PELLA-WI or visit online at PellaWI.com slash radio. Continuing our Packers discussion, which means we're done with our Badgers discussion. So maybe now's a good time 
for Tausch to tell us about what AmFam's got going on with the Badgers still, because we won't be revisiting the Connor Siegen debate the remainder of the program. Uh, no, we won't, but American Family Insurance wants you and a friend to have that VIP experience at the Kohl Center during a basketball game this season. You and a friend. Pre-game sideline. No, 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 not sideline. Just courtside passes. Tour of the facility. I got a feeling the sideline will be coming up soon. And tons of great merch to support your Badgers. Enter today at amfam.com slash badgers. No purchase is necessary. Insure carefully a dream fearlessly. So... We we talked about how Aaron Jones will absolutely be back, which again, hundred percent. I don't do the hundred percent bit much. No, Jason. and and, and frankly, neither do NFL general managers. And for Goody no. to say that the way he did was, I, I I'm not, I didn't fall out of my chair. But in that press conference, I was like, you that guys never want to paint themselves into corners, and he painted himself into two of them. He painted himself. He said he's baby. He'll, did in, he'll absolutely be uh, back? Dance the, the dancing and, movie. Baby painted herself. Uh, yeah, we can't. Well, somebody else put her in a corner. He can't do that. But he also said that he will not even consider trading Jair Alexander. No, no, wouldn't even consider it. Yeah, yeah. I just very yeah. rarely does a GM. And when you look at what he said about David Bakhtiari, then in comparison, you know that he is. Done so with the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, I think the the Jair piece of it I understand because you have to be you have a monster cap hit. You have to be incredibly direct to make sure I don't want Jair having any thoughts of leaving. I want him invested. We need him to be the guy moving forward. So I understood that. I'm not as sold on that. I would not say 100% on Jair. Uh, I, I'm just saying what he said, though, and that's what was so I shocking. Understand, uh, and I'm telling I'm telling you why he said that. The Aaron Jones was out of complete and utter honesty. You know, yeah. I know Goody has to manipulate things and hurt 17 some million beat writers, number. best friends, reporter. You know, he, he has to hurt feelings sometimes by not quite giving you all the scoopage Lying. that you want. Because... If you want to call it lying, sure. But in in the case with Jair, I think it's more of, I'm going to set a tone. This is the road we want to go down. Is it possible that things don't go right and Jair's unhappy and he wants to go somewhere else and he wants to go back sure. to Charlotte? Sure. And he wants to be coin, do the coin toss and be a captain. All those things are possible. But it's going to be a, a long road, I think, if that's the road Jair wants to go down. It's not going to be smooth. Aaron Jones... There is a ton of backs that are in the market. Aaron Jones' value, as I said last year when people were saying they're going to cut him and do this, his value is highest here. The, he is a great teammate. I, the Micah Parsons podcast that I listened to extensively on my flight, yeah, this is a good, Aaron this, Jones I'm glad and the you're way he this was up. blocking mm-hmm. Micah Parsons and the way he built Jordan Love up, and you hear everybody talk about how great of a teammate he is. He's a great dude. He's a guy you want in that foxhole with you. Mm-hmm. He's a great player still. He is not shown. Now, is he? can he do it for 17 weeks? I wouldn't count on that. Nope. But if you can get him where he's this fresh at the end of a year again and show him that explosiveness, he's not going to make more money anywhere else. The Green Bay Packers, it's a perfect fit. He ain't going anywhere. And the way he finished the season – only reiterates that point. I feel that confident in saying he will be back in Green Bay, and I'm guessing 
this will be a career-ending deal where unless he gets injured, he will be signed, and I would think it'll be a two-year, it'll be something where there's two years of guaranteed money that you know he'll be here for the next two, and then after that it will be a year-to-year process as they draft another young buck to learn and take over for Aaron Jones. And by the way, take a little bit of that workload Mm -hmm. off of him Mm -hmm. so that he can still be fresh. They're in a great spot at the running back position, I do believe. Uh, so let me preface this by saying I agree with everything you said, but I want to double that. 100%. You doing 100% yeah. too? Yes. So I think what they will do contractually, he's scheduled to make $17 million this season. What I think they will do contractually is give him that money in a guaranteed form, extend him, maybe make it a three-year overall deal, and then by the third year, year, if he's kind of fallen off, then you can say uh, deuces 33, uh, and, and off he goes. Now, let me devil's advocate you for a second, and then we'll get to Homer coming up next. You said, are you going to have him for 17 games? I don't think so. The last time we talked about a player and we said that same phrase, it was about David Bakhtiari. And we were, hey, he's a great player, five-time All-Pro, one of the best left tackles in the league. So, hey, if I only have him for 12, 13 games, it's still better than not having him. And we, the Packers guaranteed him $15 million last offseason locking him in to return. And, yeah, and, and they got you, you one game from this, him. You have to look at this, though. They had a monster cap hit already. Now, they gave another 15. They would have been very, it would have been very punitive had they not done that. It's still going to be punitive. And by the way, if you would recall, I like... I, I I like David Bakhtiari. I, I have to. We have to stop doing this because it's annoying me. Because <laughs> now you're doing you it. it. Wait a minute. It's annoying I you see... now. But you're doing. Well, it. You say it about everybody. Oh, I like this guy. Well, you don't even not, know not, Connor. Not, not, How not, do you know you like him? You don't have everybody. any idea. But well, I didn't say uh, I like. For the most part, I don't. I don't outside of Bill true. Schrader, everybody you like everybody. That's not so true. I don't like Devondre Campbell. When it comes Campbell. to Debach, I know Debach. I like Deebok. I think he's been a hell of a player for the Green Bay Packers. I told you last year you shouldn't re- you shouldn't bring him back. You're right. You did it. The knee and everything else. Uh, if he is able to stay healthy, I think at this point in his, you just can't count on that. You couldn't count on it last year. Correct. It was a battle, and it obviously took a toll on everybody involved. So. That is, to try and make that comp is ludicrous, Jason. Um, to try and compare Aaron Jones's deal to David, it's not even in the same stratosphere, and I'm insulted, not not big-time insulted, a mild insult, a mild. No hyperbole here. The I have a strain of insult hyperbole. that you would even comp those two as David was uh, coming back I from major surgeries I, left and uh, right. Aaron Jones uh, 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 has a hammy. Like, come on, And had dude. a knee, and had a knee, and he's at an age where running back, start to have more and more injury issues. All I'm saying is you use the same phrase about, well, are you going to get 17 games out of him? Probably not. That's what you said about Bakhtiari, too. Uh, That's all. That was the only comp. I never, I never comp those two in a million years. Cause you're, it's, an, you're, it's an absurd. You're being, you're being intentionally an, obtuse right now. No, because you just Jason, wanted to be able to tell me I'm an idiot. Jason, 
It's. I'm not Tough. telling you an idiot. I'm saying. Mark. I'm saying it's. I'm saying it's you an said absurd. It was offensive. And no, I said mildly. Mildly. <laughs> not after you said it was offensive. Je- then you Jesse, said mildly. run the Jesse. Uh, very clearly run said mildly. Yeah, indisputable after evidence. Like yeah. Yeah. You mildly. Okay. Yes. Well, it's mildly offensive that you always tell me that I should go to Fortria for one of those big <laughs> boned studies that they've got going on. <laughs> well, I know you're always looking for a little extra spending cash, and maybe you could put your dogs in a boarding house and go spend your trip with your family in Florida if you had that extra Fortria cash that they're ready to hand out with studies. Healthy adults ages 18 to 60, BMI 18 to 32. Study involves two stays, 15 nights. 13,820 bones for your time Mm. and participation. Another study, healthy males and females, ages 18 to 55. Females must be of non-childbearing potential at BMI 18.5 to 32. One stay, nine nights, 4,055 bucks in your pocket. Go to FortriaClinicalTrials.com. That's Fortria, F-O-R-T-R-E-A. Clinicaltrials.com. I did an F O R T R E A clinicaltrials.com. That was not timed out well. I don't know what you were doing. I don't know who you were trying to be. I kind of liked it. Well, that makes one of us. You have to finish with two letters. You can't do that and finish with a single A. That's bad. That's a bad read by old T. Uncle Homer joins us next. Speaking of hyperbole. It's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. Whatever you do, make sure you do it right. Whatever you do, make sure you do it right. You're making love, I'll stop in the schoolyard fight. Duke Tomato and his all-star frogs tell us that it's time to talk to Uncle Homer. You hear him every weekday on the Homer Hour from 5 to 6 on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. I join him twice a week. I miss talking to him five times a week. I really do. But that's why we'll start the Goat to the Falcon podcast. I do. I do. You Did it for a really long time. Did it for a really, really long time. Uh, and so it's a little different nowadays. You also hear him on the Marquette Men's Basketball Radio Network tonight. Number seven Marquette playing host to DePaul. Where uh, some of us in our little group chat uh, of beat writers think uh, Sundance Wicks will be coaching next year. The UWGB head coach who's turned around that program. Uh, they face each other at Pfizer Forum tonight. And of course, while Tausch ventured into the biblical earlier in the week... Joshua, Judges, Ruth, Job, the bracket that we were going to put together of Old Testament characters. Uh, that's really the purview of Homer and Pip and God Talk, my faith, on YouTube. Homer, good morning. How are you? I'm fine. I am uh, not an Old Testament scholar. I do not give the Old Testament. I like making reference to Old Testament as like players like Don Hudson, but I... Uh... I don't know anything much about the Old Testament. Well, you're, you're, you're more about the good news of the New Testament? Is that fair? No, well, no. I mean, uh, Jesus is the man. Okay. That's it. Yeah, he'd be the one seed. <laughs> Jesus, we've established yep. he'd be yes. a prohibited yes. be. Well, I thought UConn until what we saw last night with UConn getting smoked. Whoa. Uh, Homer, i got to ask you. You heard the Rick Pitino commentary the other night, yes. right? 
Have you yeah, ever heard yeah. a coach do that before? Um, I always wonder about Mike Dean, but uh, very seldom if ever. But I think there was purpose to it. I think he'd, he'd given up and thought, I got nothing to lose because they're playing like garbage, so I'll just do this and maybe this will embarrass him. Or, uh, I think he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew that it was crazy. He knew that it doesn't make sense, but he's he figured there was nothing to lose because they've continued to play at a level that makes no sense. It's it's I don't know how you can be so good in the first half and so bad in the second half in so many games. So I think he he uh, he said, "What the heck? Got nothing to lose." So. That's one way to go. Um, he does seem miserable, that's for sure. Uh, speaking of miserable, I watched uh, Marquette UConn. How do you see oh, them bouncing man. back? Oh, they, I mean, this this would be one of the worst losses ever if they lost. This DePaul team is horrible. I think UConn beat them by 50. By the way, when people ask me about, uh, about the game at UConn, I say the Titanic did better. But, <laughs> and hopefully they laugh. It's, I, I, uh, stayed afloat longer. Stats, and you didn't know, like, after they lose to Creighton, which shocked me, then it says that yeah, UConn had not won a road game against a ranked team since 2014. I said, if some guy knew that before the game, he's probably up $100,000. Uh, they were so good, and yet, uh, last night, Creighton made all their shots, and UConn looked a little like they did against Marquette last year. Like they didn't, I don't, I don't, they were so good. And clearly being at home is, is a factor. It has to be. They didn't just lose to Creighton. They lost by 20, 19, 18, whatever. Just like Marquette didn't just lose at UConn. They lost by a hundred. Um, Homer, I'm I, not worried at all. Okay. So you're not worried. You're not worried about Marquette. No, no. Uh, are are you worried about the Bucks and Jesse? We didn't get to this before Homer joined us, but uh, I kind of want to play this clip because when you Tausch sent this to us in our group chat, mm-hmm. and when I heard it, <laughs> I got to be honest. I'm wondering. You know, Doc Rivers might have been wondering what the Bucks were doing. Now I'm wondering what Doc Rivers is doing. <laughs> Here is Doc Rivers on Sirius X. I'm sorry, Jesse. What? I don't have it ready. We gotta wait a minute. Sorry. <laughs> I heard it. I'm not at all surprised. I don't. I'm amazed that people are making as big a deal out of it as they are. Why? Because he's just being really honest, and he's now that at a point in his career, he's kind of like an old person. I don't care what you think. Here's the so truth. So he's kind of like you. Why did he take the job, Homer? Okay, so we don't have the audio. Okay, why did he why take did the he job? Wait, 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 wait. We got we got the audio now. So for everyone okay, who doesn't oh, know what we we're do? talking about, yeah, Jesse, lickety split. All over. Wow, like it was guy. supposed to be a... in the segment before this, so how could I have possibly not known that he wouldn't have it ready? Here it is. Personally, I, you know, I'll be honest. I, I told our owners uh, when they called. I said, I think you, you, I don't understand why you're doing this. You know, um, and they said, you know, one of the things they said was, well, it doesn't matter. We're, we've done it now, and um, we, we we want you. And, and so that was a tough one. I didn't. I, that was. That's where you had the hesitation. That's where you have the hesitation. Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, translate I, that for us. Why? Four person. years for forty million dollars. I don't have so much hesitation. Everybody has a price. Even if it fails this year, it's not the end of the deal. If it would have been just the rest of the year, he would have said no. Now, 
maybe we'll get part of it figured out. But I got a couple years left. I mean, we got a I got a few years to figure it out with uh, Giannis and and Damian Lillard. So let's roll. But that's all. Yeah, they gave him enough time. They gave him enough money. Next, but yeah, I, you what you want? That's all great. That from reacts the way they did. You know, do I want to work for them? A, and then go ahead. No, that's all great from his perspective. Yeah. But if you're a Bucks fan, that was what I was getting at. You're hearing yes. that. Yeah. How are you optimistic about that? Well, I mean, I don't, I mean you want one, you never do anything based on what the answer is. You're not. I don't know. You just I answered that. it by not answering it. Well, no, I'm saying if you're Doc Rivers, I don't care how the fans take it. I care how I take it That's... and whether I think we can win a championship. Fans are crazy. Why am I going to worry about what the fans think? They don't understand the whole dynamics of what am I going to say? Uh, they don't understand the, the relationship that you have with owners or the relationship we have with players. Fine. Fans aren't positive. So what? I'm Doc Rivers. I know only one thing matters, and how they feel now don't matter diddly. All that matters, this is all preseason. All that matters is the postseason, and i got to find a way to get this team together and get somebody to be a star of this team and make the other players play hard every night and get to the playoffs. And I would say the season's a success if you can just make the NBA Finals. All the, everything now Homer. is just fiddling and diddling. What? Yeah, Homer, do you like it when you have uh, guests that are super reluctant, don't want to do it, but you force them to do it and pay them? Uh, that's kind of the vibe I get is he didn't really want to do this. He was pretty content doing his ESPN gig. But why didn't he and, want to do it? To answer the question, why didn't he want to do it? That's very important. Well, I just I don't know that answer, but I can well, think I can give you the media is – he, he didn't want people to think he had to, he had to figure this out immediately. All right, you get a year, whatever. I got four years. We believe you can win a title. Now I got some time. Next. Yeah, I'm just uh, – there's being honest, and then there's saying things that make you think, well, what the heck, why did you – outside of doing something for $40 bucks, what is the other goal here? Well, again, then, then anybody who says that doesn't know Doc Rivers, that hasn't studied Doc Rivers, I don't. you know he's not like that. All right, so then you – Do you do know Doc? Research, you'll find, yes, I do know. I follow Doc. He's a very – Okay, what is Doc player. all about? Doc's about What's winning. What's he about? And he's about winning yeah. and being professional and doing it. Has he been a great NBA coach up to this point? Uh, very controversial. He's in the club. He has a ring. That puts you at a certain level. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also had more 3-1 leads or whatever that he's blown. That <laughs> could be because the team he Homer, had. Homer, quick question for you. Has, he had you, you didn't answer. You really, didn't answer. What, was the, what, was the, what didn't I answer? Has he been a great NBA no. coach? No. No. Okay. Thank you. Okay. But, but who says you have to hire a great NBA coach? Who's well, when you're trying to win a great NBA great championship NBA and you're going to fire what? everybody and pay him $40 million bucks, you probably want him to be great. You know, there are no great who, – who, okay, you can hire anybody in the world. Who's a great coach? Just so I know. Just Pat Riley. You have for great. I want what? Pat Riley. Oh, Pat Riley oh, old, is who I want. Pat Riley's an old man. He ain't winning jack. Oh, you got to get out of the Old Testament. Come on. Patino. Pat Riley? What? Rick Pitino <laughs> wants Pitino out. Pitino was a horrible NBA That's good. Coach. Eric Spolstra. Uh, uh, yes, Eric Spolstra. I would also pick Nick Nurse. I would rather have Nick Nurse than Doc Rivers. But Could have had Nick Nurse. Uh, that That's a story, and the story is that Giannis didn't want it, that the GM did. I can't confirm that, but that's, that's what so, I believe. 
Steve, a quick question yeah. for you from yes, Mark. As as Glenn Doc Rivers was just saying, he didn't understand why they relieved old boy right. of his job. He's showing some respect so, for the guy who got fired. Steve, Mark, and Glenn. Are you are you skeptical when the when the Bucks ownership group does this? Does it make right. you skeptical that they know what the hell they're doing, or do you like the fact that they're assertive and saying this ain't working? Which which side of that ledger do you fall on? Right. Well, because we're not talking about leadership, we're talking about one man, Eden's Eden's crazy man, Eden's George Steinbrenner. He wanted to fire Bud before they won. And he thinks Bud was lucky to win a championship. I can't confirm or deny that, but that's what I believe. Um, and so he's in charge. He's crazy man. And that's why they fired the coach. As bad as you might have thought the coach was, whatever the players thought or whatever the reality was, you give the guy a year, they were, what, 30 and 13? But no, you got crazy man as a coach. I believe he was embarrassed by the coach with his rich friends, and that's why they, they made the move the way they did. And, no, I can neither confirm nor deny that. And everybody will say I'm irrational, which, by the way, you are. I just want to vote on I'm that. I'm not irrational. I'm, okay, oh, totally. I might be irrational. Oh, totally. I'm not in your league. Hey, well, that's I'm not fine. in your league. Fine. Fine. Okay. I'm great irrational. Right. You said it was okay. a mild insult. I thought one of the greats. That's like kind of pregnant and a small murder. I want to put that in the same league. A <laughs> small murder. Oh, my God. Uh, mild, oh. mild insult. Oh, baby, that's good. Um, Sorry, all right, uh, Mark, Steve, and Glenn walk into a bar. <laughs> Three people who are never called those things. Uh, I want to ask you a few Packers questions. Can you stick around, uh, or do you have way other... more? Doc Rivers is way more professional. Everything he did, he he said that to show respect for the guy who got fired. Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, uh, how he rolled. I, it I, li- I like Doc Rivers uh, more it with Uncle Homer. Sound. Uh, after Tausch tells us, without Homer telling you that they give you free money, because I don't think you're allowed to actually say that, uh, after Tausch tells us about prize picks and all the success he's had with the projections. Yeah, uh, and we got this this second half, even though it's not really the second half of the NBA 15 games left, I hear. 27, I was wrong, 27 oh. games left. You get my guy Joker. It, him and Doncic have been... Great for old T on prize picks, but I think one Jesse Crickman, if I'm wrong, one game he needs of thirty points. That's all that's he a, needs. Basically a free you know, a, it's not a free, but it's an entry that you feel really good about. And prize picks has it all. Daily fantasy sports app. It is the most popular out there. There's seven million fans. I'm one of them. Sign on up right now if you join. Prize picks will match your first deposit of up to 100 bucks. Just download the app. Use the promo code WI. Again, that's code WI on Prize Picks, the app or the website, prizepicks.com, for a first deposit match of 100 bucks. Prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. More with Uncle Homer next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance. Continuing with Uncle Homer. You can hear him tonight on the call from Pfizer Forum as Marquette takes on DePaul. 
Dallas Comedy's still there. Mark Aguirre. What are the uh, other no, greats? Tyrone Jets Corbin. Green Bay coach. Being the next guy. They also coach at Chicago State. Uh, has to be considered. Uh, yeah. Game after Northwestern beat number one ranked Purdue. Chicago State defeated Northwestern. Chicago State, I checked, used to lose inner squad games. Yeah, they're uh, terrible. Uh, just historically, and if that guy can do that one game, if I was the president at Chicago State, he would have a lifetime contract. But anyway, yeah, but he can and leave. I, I want to know Shaq may listen to my show or tweets because he's the one who said they got to toughen, you know, or whatever he said about the Bucks. Like the responsibility of a team team playing hard every night is not on the coach; it's on the best player who sets the standard for the team. That's what Shaq said, and that's why they got the Lakers got rid of Shaq and kept Kobe. Hmm. Um, Shaq didn't do that, and Kobe did. Uh, I could talk college basketball and Shaq listening to your show all day, but we only have a few minutes left. And I'm curious, Tausch and I were talking about the Packers free agent group. And yeah. I I don't know, I, I, I'm sure there have been other instances of this, but I'm not sure I remember a recent group of impending unrestricted free agents that didn't at least include one player that I thought, God, they really need to re-sign him. They don't have anybody that really fits under that category. Keyshawn Nixon? No? I mean, you'd like them back. Uh, Tausch, I don't know. You, you yeah, seem I to be a back. Darnell Savage guy. Why yeah, but, is he not high enough to want him back? Right, but I, I, I want him back, too. I don't think he's like a must-sign-you-can't-lose-him guy. And I don't know how often it is that you have an 11-player group of un. Oh. Restricted free agents, and none of them are guys that you say, God, they got to get him. The one thing they got to do is re sign blank. And I don't think they have anybody that fits that category. I'll go with that. I mean, but you're right. I mean, it's like whatever the price is, but he's not that good. But I would think that, uh, you know, would I overpay a little bit to bring him back? Yep. Yeah, that's Jason, because what the Packers do. They're going to go get their guys. Rashawn Gary, they sign him. That That's what you always buy or beware. Bring your own bewareness when you're going to go and do this in, in the free agency game. And I think at this point, it would be Keyshawn Nixon because I think he did a pretty good job as a slot DB. And I think, obviously, his return capabilities changed the complexion at least two seasons ago with what you could do with the kick return game and maybe even the punt return game. But this is a case where when you have all these young players that you want to give more time to and you release a lot of veterans to do that, you let these guys grow. And if they're growing the way you want, it's a lot easier to say goodbye to some of these fourth and fifth-year guys because you know you're going to have to pay these guys when their time comes. Well, and, and, and look, the guy that is a good example of this that maybe in previous years you would have said, well, they got to keep him. He's been a starter. He started a ton of games. Is John Ryan or John John Runyon. It'll be good when John Runyon is gone so that I could just say Sean Ryan. But if John Runyon shares snaps with Sean Ryan for the second half of the season, the handwriting is on the wall. So he would have been a guy where you said, hey, he's a good player. He's a decent guard. You could pay him average cost for an offensive guard in the league, and you keep him. And the way that he finished the season sharing time with Sean Ryan tells you 
that they already have their replacement on the roster that they drafted right. in the third round two years ago. So one of the reasons few of those is because uh, Goody's drafted better. So that's probably one of the major reasons why most of them could be gone or more than normal. Um, I'm more fascinated by if there's any thought of any free agents acquisition because, uh, again, everybody should assume no, uh, and then if it happens, be surprised. But that would kind of tell me where Goody thinks the team is. Like, if he thinks the team can be really good, wouldn't he be more apt to add some free agents at whatever price more than normal? Because normal is generally none. And the one position where you think he might spend, which is what Tausch has said, right? Because you want Buda Baker, is safety, where you have three guys who are all unrestricted free agents. And potentially you don't want any of them back. You'd rather sign someone else's free agent. So it's just a it just feels like and I know we'll talk more about this as March eleventh approaches. It just feels like a weird year in free agency. And maybe you're right, Homer. Maybe it's that he's drafted better and yeah. so they don't have got but on the flip side, a lot of the guys that you're not keeping are guys that he did draft, so I'm not sure that that's necessarily fully true well, either. Well no, but that was the the key to his drafting has been the last couple of years. Those people are from earlier than that. We do agree he's He's upgraded significantly over the last couple drafts, right? Well, he certainly picked very well at wide receiver and tight end, it appears. Right. And oh, I do ask you have a favor of you guys. Can you get Bill Simmons on? I think Bill Simmons is the national expert on Doc Rivers from Doc Rivers' time. And Simmons w- won't be nice to him if he, just to be nice. And I think he understands him best. was with the team when he was with the Celtics who had talent. And I don't think our show's important enough to get him, but I think you guys can pull it off. He would be the one person on the planet Earth that yeah, I would... I'd like that. Jesse, go ahead and book him. That'd be great. Homer, thanks for telling us that we should get someone on. We appreciate that. Jesse is very excited now to try and book Bill Simmons. Yours, I would have had him, I'd have him on, but I want to hear him, whether it's yours or mine. I do want some more Doc Rivers. Uh, you know, we saw what J.J. Redick had to say. Yeah, oh, the other J.J. Redick I really like, too. What I'm mad about is when he brought that up, why someone didn't say, J.J., you played for the guy. What's he like? Explain how he's had so many playoffs where they've been ahead. I mean, and J.J. Redick, he's tough, too. Crazy a little bit, but I wish they would have followed up on that. But what he said about J.J., is, uh, what J.J. said, like, Doc, be, Bill, be responsible. That doesn't tell me anything about what you well, know about I know. Coach, winning, etc. I know what? the guy that's known for his follow-ups. That's Jason J. Wilde. So, so what you're saying is we, sh- we, should get, we should get J.J. Redick on the show, too, then. Yeah, Jesse, you got a lot of work stuff. to do. You got Homer, a three-hour show. You got time. Bye. We do. Bye. That's... That is Steve the Homer True, the voice of Marquette men's basketball. You can hear him tonight on the call of Marquette DePaul. And, of course, you can also hear him on the Homer Hour on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. What you can also hear now is Bucks Plus. It is underway. Our joint venture between Good Karma Brands 
and the Milwaukee Bucks, and it is available already for all kinds of great aspects to Bucks Plus, including we talked to Jen Latta about this yesterday. Behind the Bucks, presented by Gallagher. You can listen to parts one, two, and three, and now part four will be available tomorrow. You can also listen in to Thanasis Antetokounmpo's podcast, Thanalysis, which we love the title oh, of that. I love it. Love uh, his 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 episode that was released last Thursday was with Dame Lillard, so you want to certainly listen to that. Plus, we've got Bucks and Six, where if you miss a game, you can get caught up with our six minute recaps. Everything you need at Bucks Plus. Go to bucks dot com slash plus to subscribe and to get all the different great aspects of Bucks Plus. We'll kick off the eleven o'clock hour in two minutes. It's Will Dean Tausch.